Hello there, listener. Um, before we get into today's episode, a small apology. Um, I don't know if it was technical problems uh, at my end or Ian's end, Wi-Fi, whatever, um, or indeed maybe a, a higher power was intervening and trying to stop us recording talking about ghost light. Uh, but we had technical difficulties towards the end, um, pretty much as we reached the point where um, I read out mine and Ian's uh, bottom three stories. There's a good indicator what we think about the story in advance. Um, yeah, uh, Ian disappeared, went off into the ether and uh, eventually he came back. But um, every time I press the record button to carry on talking about this story, um, he disappeared again. So we had to switch to a backup system of recording. Um, so you might notice a bit of a difference in sound quality, um, but at least it recorded. But you might make out towards the very end, um, Ian and I start talking over each other. And what I hadn't realised until we had actually, um, you know, finished the recording is um, towards the end we were um, we were going out of sync with each other. Um, there was an echo effect starting to happen and there was a time delay something was up now i don't know whether it is just you know a techno fear or something else trying to stop us and nobble us talking uh, about it but uh, we got it in the can so uh, here we go this is our thoughts on ghostlight doctor what doctor doctor who doctor who did you say hey doctor who what are you talking about gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about 1989 i watched the first episode of ghost light i know that because i remember yeah. the um the the butler um and i know i didn't watch the other two because i would have remembered it so it's taken me 33 years to finally complete my watching of this story and god i wish i hadn't <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's a weird one this because when it was on I remember at the time thinking, oh, it's not too bad, but watching it this time, I've not watched it in years, I, I didn't even watch it when the, I got the Blu-rays and that, um, watching it this time, uh, I don't think it is good. Did you watch it on Blu-ray or did you watch it on D DVD? Uh, I watched it on Blu-ray. And what's the picture quality like? It's okay. I don't, I don't find season 26... Uh, on Blu-ray really adds much to it. I don't know whether it was the way it was filmed or something well, like that. Well, I don't that, know if I've got a duff yeah. disc, but the, the, the DVD I've got is appalling. The video quality yeah. is terrible. It, it, it's too dark, it's grainy and out of focus. How something can be grainy and, and out of focus at the same time? Yeah, I, I have found that on all of them, on that set. It's not, but it's like electronic grain. It's really weird, isn't it? It's like... There's a jaggedness to all the edges, and I just think that they've it's filmed on cheap videotape, to be honest. Hmm. But yeah, yeah I, well, it kind of suits the story to then, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, cheap. Because this this was the last story filmed in the classic block, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Survival was filmed before this, um, and all I remember at the time when it came out was. The, the fandom was divided into two parts. There was the half that went, none of this makes sense. And then there was the other half that went, oh, it does make sense. You've just got to be intelligent enough to understand all the metaphors. But then they couldn't tell you what the metaphors meant. <laughs> well, so, when know. we reach behind the scenes, I, I have information for you. And I think, I think, you know, if you're a bad tempered after watching this, um, you're going to get even more bad yeah. temper when, when you hear the justification. Yeah. Well, I know that um, Mark Platt wasn't a writer, was he? He was he was working for the BBC in the radio department or something, but not in a not in a in a purely technical role. And I 
I, I have to think there's more to the fact as why this was accepted. Uh, you know, was he mates with someone? Wait for behind yeah, the be, scenes. Oh, yeah. it, explain it. Because Wait for behind the scenes. Should we just go straight yeah, to yeah, behind the scenes and not yeah, talk about just, the story? Yeah, let's not talk about the story. Because I well, really I, don't want to. I, um, I'm not entirely sure we can talk about the story. I'm not sure it is a story, because a story generally will have a beginning, a middle and an end. And, and you can understand happen. it. Yeah. In this, events happen, but none of them seem to relate to anything. I know the the cast as well, didn't they, um, said that on set they said, you know, we don't understand what we're saying. It was like, just say the lines, will you? Um, I don't think I, I don't think it is too intelligent for us to understand. I think it is just piss poor. What the devil is that thing? It's an angel, stupid. That's just its shape here on Earth. It's called light, and it's come to survey life here. It was crashed out in a stone spaceship in the basement. And while it slept, the survey got out of control. Control is me. And the survey is just I. And now light's come to sort out the muddle. And who are you? I wouldn't want to confuse you. Remember our agreement, Doctor. You promised control, Freeness. Control? Now. Tell it now. How long have I been asleep? And why have I naturalized in this form? No! Light, don't! That was unnecessary! Wasteful. None of the weapons were. Withdraw! We'll talk. How many more times light? This is Earth. I mean, why don't you check the instruments in your spaceship? Well, has he got to now? They so, should put that they should put that on the video box, piss yeah. poor, but, but piss yeah. poor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghost light, it's piss poor. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's try and decipher and, and like yes, just uh, work, work out what's going on. So it's sometime in the Victorian era, isn't it, or, yes. or early twentieth century? I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I think I think time. it's late uh, late nineteenth century, isn't it? All right, so eighteen ninety eight. Okay, know. well, we've got high technology in the basement of this house called Gabriel's Chase. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so we get we get an establishing shot of of Gabriel Chase and it's obviously Victorian and when you it starts and you think oh good Victorian story oh that's good ghost light or oh, it must be a Victorian ghost story and then we yeah we get these like modern technology and it's not normally that's something you reveal later on isn't it yeah you you want your audience to think that this is a normal real place and then you 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 start to filter in the the Technology, so you go. Oh, so, this scene one, boom, straight away. Yeah. This is a this is an alien place. Yep, yep. Um, and and we know who this. Built it all? Who built? Because I've got a lot of questions about this. Um, well, it's a spaceship, to, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And underneath the house. Yep. That you can access by a lift. It's yeah, buried yeah. underground then. But... So who who built all this stuff? Because I don't think it was Josiah Smith. No, that's before him. Yeah. How did the spaceship go get under the ground? I don't. Well, I, I'm, I'm presuming that the spaceship in a quake mass in the pitway. The spaceship was here in prehistoric times doing a survey mission. Is that where the caveman comes from as yeah, well? Yeah, because the caveman, uh, the Neanderthal, was picked up on the survey mission. I don't know. I don't think they get history much. Neanderthals weren't quite as early as the rest of the stuff they're on about. Um, so the Neanderthal was picked up. Um, it was a survey mission. And it got left on Earth because the pilot who was organised this mission, who may or may not, depending on whether you go with fanfic or whatever, could be an Eternal from, you know, um, no, Peter Davison. One. Uh, but yeah, he went asleep. So the spaceship's been there since before man. So presumably this house was built at some point, randomly, this house was built over the spaceship. But then how did it all get connected? How did any of this happen? Has Josiah Smith been wandering about since uh, prehistoric times? Evolving it, none of it as makes, he goes. Yeah, none of it makes any sense. Yeah, oh God, they don't have a grasp of what evolution is, do they? No. 
if there had been a line about, you know, this place even before the house yeah. was built yeah. was a haunted place, you know, like Quake Mass and the Pit, you know, yeah. Hobbs End and, you know, um, and, you know, it's always been a bad place as far as, you know, uh, records go. There's been bad things happen here. That could have kind of explained yeah. it a little bit. Well, well, I think you could have you could have made this story better in any any way really just not making it um but let's imagine that take the basic premise so this ship has has not taken off and uh josiah smith who's supposedly the person carrying out the survey or he is the survey um mark platt loves his naming people after their roles it's pathetic um so Let's, you could have done it better by having uh, this survey creature who becomes Josiah Smith. He's been there since before man, looking after this plot of land because he knows the ship's under it. So he's like world weary. He's lived lived thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. He's you could have really built upon that, but it, it sort of implies that this is all very recent stuff. That he's only just evolved into a Victorian gentleman. Because he makes yeah, but how's he set all this up? How's he employed all these people? Has he taken out employment notices? How's he convinced all the people that are maids and that that are real people because they leave every night that all of this is normal? Yeah, and then they come back the next day. Yeah, you know, it seems that his ultimate game is to kill Queen Victoria. So he's been around since prehistoric times with an ultimate goal of killing Queen Victoria. And that even that is. Utter shite, because he's so he's. I mean, sorry, sorry, listeners. We 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 will try and cover the story in a bit more order, but he's he's kidnapped uh, this explorer guy, Redvers, whatever his name is. He's hypnotised him because he's got an invite to see Queen Victoria, and he wants Redvers to kill Queen Victoria because that will mean that Josiah Smith can step into her place as ruler of the empire. That's not how assassinations work. When he steps in a place, does that mean he's going to be dressed as Queen Victoria? Oh, that, that really... Ian Hogg is dressed as Queen Victoria. Uh, I suppose it's, it's apt that he wants to kill Queen Victoria, because after watching this, I said, we are not amused. <laughs> um, it makes no sense whatsoever. This, this feels like... Um, I can't remember what the... There's this American game you can get. Mad Libs. Do you know Mad Libs? Where no. you, th- so it's this game where you get a... Uh, uh, you write down on three bits of paper different things, so you write down a job title, you write down a uh, a description, you write down a thing, and then what happens is there, there's a text with missing blanks and so you're reading the text and it's like a party game and you go, uh, once upon a time there was a, and you pick the first one out and you go, oh porcupine uh, uh, and his name was Mr and you pull the next one out, ploppy plop and it's, you know, it's like right. nonsense and this is what this script feels like that they've just written down a load of different things. Like, oh, wouldn't it be good to have a scene where this happened? Or what about a scene where this happened? Yeah, just shove it in. Yeah, and just um, just written it down and then shoved it into this script. Because none of it makes sense. No. All right, well, let's go on yeah, with the story. Back, yeah. yeah, so so you've got this reverend arriving at the house at yes. the same time as the, the TARDIS arrives. And they come out, the Doctor and Ace, and yeah. the Doctor's on a rocking horse... Being enigmatic because this is the Machiavellian. Yeah, this is doctor, the doctor I, I, I detest. So this is a doctor. So he's he's of, he's so blatantly like you say Machiavellian because Ace is going, "What are we doing here, Professor?" And he's it's going, "It's a surprise." Yeah, it's a surprise. Just you wait. It's not going to be the house that you told me about. Um, <laughs> and he says, "This is your this is an initiation test for Ace. She's got to work out what's going on." <laughs> Good luck. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, basically, the doctor in this is a git. Yeah. This isn't this isn't my doctor at all. I don't think it's anyone's, is it? No, it's just it's awful. To me, this this felt like Mark Platt had watched some Sapphire and Steel and didn't quite understand what makes that show work, mm. but thought we can do that with Doctor Who. Um, the the behind the scenes on this is a mess as well, isn't it? I think. Mm. I think there was a lot of fingers involved in this but yeah so the doctor's there and he's he wants ace to to work everything out so he's at his enigmatic that would be telling sort of worst 
Yeah, because she says, oh, I've, been in, I've yeah. been in a haunted house before. Yeah. She says. In the, in the audience, we're going, <laughs> that won't possibly be relevant, no. will it? Um, what, what, what is the relevance? Yeah. I mean, the doctor, while he's doing this, is on a rocking horse. What is yeah. the relevance of the rocking horse having uh, glowing eyes? Why has any of this stuff got glowing eyes? Because normally, normally in, a story, in a story that was written by a writer, you would have the glowing eyes uh, as a as a callback later so that Josiah Smith's looking at a screen and he can see out of the eye. You know, like Terror of the Zygons. Hmm. But no, they've just, they've just put glowing eyes on things almost as a, an afterthought. And the Doctor notices it. He, yeah. He sees it. He doesn't say anything. No, no he's he... not. You get the feeling he knows all of this beforehand, but then later on he's absolutely... Uh, he doesn't know it. No. So, well, I don't yeah. know what's going on here. Uh, but yeah, they 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 um they, well, they find a, they, well, a they, radioactive snuff. Box. Uh, yeah, a radioactive snuff box. Yeah. They're they're wandering around the house totally unchecked. Yeah, no one's coming out to find out what they're up to, and yeah, and they're watched by a stuffed ostrich, which again has glowing eyes. Glowing eyes, yeah, for no readily apparent reason. Yeah, and then they meet this big game hunter. Yes. Um, he says he knows of the house's dark secrets and is looking for this famous explorer called Redvers. Yeah. And, and again, that's even, who Snuffbox even the, it is. Yeah, even the first time I watched this, I went, yeah, he's Redvers, isn't he? He's forgotten. He's lost his memory. Yeah, up and, yeah but up until the point that caveman butler appears, yeah. I, I didn't remember any of this at all. So you I know? didn't realise that he is Redvers looking for Redvers. Because he's got to save him from Josiah Samuel, hasn't he? Samuel, yeah, Josiah so, Samuel jo- Smith. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and this radioactive snuff box is it's such a big thing. Is played of it, never explained. No, nothing ever comes of it. Yeah, that's a point. Why is that yeah. radioactive? Who knows? But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees his own reflection, doesn't he? Yes. And and then he he goes, "Oh, Redford's there. You are." And that's when I guess we realise that yeah, he's gone a bit doolally, and he yeah. is indeed Redford's. Yeah, and the, the 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 housekeeper comes in, roughly takes him out, but she seems to know what's going on, um, and doesn't seem phased that the doctor's there. Um, no, again, no, no one acts in a remotely realistic manner in this story. I like it's the way just... Nim- Nimrod the butler comes yeah. along and just invites them to dinner. Yeah. yeah if, if, you, if, you, if you found a couple of people wandering around your house, is your first reaction, oh, do you want to come along to dinner? No, my first reaction is to get a claw hammer. Yeah, who the bloody <laughs> hell are you? across the back of the head. Um, yeah, it, and the Doctor and Ace immediately recognise that he's a, a Neanderthal. Hmm. But again, show no surprise. It's like, oh, look, he's in the undertone. Yeah. mm, And that's when Josiah comes in, wearing sunglasses, indoors. Yeah. And And this is, this is, um, in my notes I've put, it's Rockcliffe, because this is Ian Hogg, who, I don't know if you remember Rockcliffe's Babies. Yes. Really really good show. Um, I think he's the only bright spot in this entire thing. I really like Ian Hogg's acting style. You know, but in nothing still- he says makes sense. No, in stills, I always thought that was Bernard Hill. He does look a bit like Bernard Hill. Yeah, with the sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. It, with the sunglasses on, it looks like Bernard yeah. Hill. Yeah, it's not subtle, is it? This aversion to light. No, not subtle at all. No, it's. I think even Ace says something about, oh, is you know, is he Dracula or something? Doesn't she? And yeah, he he's wearing these little anachronistic sunglasses was this this must have been about the same time as um uh francis ford coppola's bram stoker's dracula yeah it? yeah well, no, everyone I, I, was wearing his I, little... I think dracula was 90 so yeah. this is like a oh, year right. later but yeah they were definitely around yeah 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 um so we've got nimrod down in the basement worshiping the the this high-tech screen thing yeah uh before being knocked out whatever it is that's in that cell calls to Smith to say it's escaped. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, and we find out they are in Perivale. Yes. Um, um, the haunted house ruin from 1983. The Ace. Th- do you know, what do you know of Perivale other than, you know, Ace comes from Perivale? I've driven through it. Right. I've driven through Perivale, but that that's pretty much it. I know of it from my projection days because really? the, the, the main store... Ridge area for film prints 
was at Perivale. I always had to send the prints back to Perivale, unless it was a crossover to a different cinema. Yeah. Always went back to Perivale, yeah. Perivale, I always yeah. imagined it was like a, a big warehouse, like at the end of Indiana, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. All yeah. full of knackered film prints. Yeah. yeah. So, so this, yeah, this turns out to be uh, the, the haunted house that Ace went in and detected evil which scarred her for life um but how did that happen if at the end of this they all leave yeah the evil's gone yeah i mean presumably the house is gone because the ship takes off does it so yeah it, the, the, they they fly off in the light ship don't they the the twats that are left okay yeah so um, all the, the evil's yeah. gone all the evil's gone so what i mean a did the house was the house left standing and b what was she feeling there? I do not know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also we meet Gwendolyn, oh, the... who is presented as Josiah's ward. Yes. I mean, it, it, in a story where we've got too many characters anyway, we we meet another one. Why? Why? Why is she singing? Why do we have a segment of her singing? Uh, I presume Mark Platt likes Victorian bawdy songs. I don't know. Okay. Uh, um, for some reason, Ace yeah. gets in a lift. Yeah, there's a lot of that, isn't there? For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, this happens. Ace gets in a lift. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes a lift down a very down long way. Basement. Yeah. Yeah. That basement is a long way down. She finds the room with Nimrod in and the cell, and we're at the end of episode one. The curtains open, and oh my god, I don't remember these two. Uh, the husks. The husks. I don't remember these in the slightest. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen photos of them before. Oh right. Yeah. These. These were. These were the monsters. So I know, I know. Um, at the time, these were added in. I think by JNT. Um, I don't know whether they already existed, because the masks are quite nice. I like the mantis one, yeah. but I'm sure yeah. isn't that is isn't the other one the Omega head from you know the oh, second version be, yeah. of Omega yeah, just the bio, repainted or mechanical one. Yeah, um, it could be, but but it's like. They've gone, oh, we've got some great masks. Should we build the rest of the body? Nah, no, that's it. what lets it down. I, I, yeah. the, 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 the heads are all right, but whoever's you know, under that, that, that those heads is doing cliche monster yes. moves, monster acting. Yeah, you can imagine on the day, because these will be extras that they've hired, and they said, uh, uh, just, okay, you're monsters, guys. Are you ready? Monsters? Uh, yeah. It, what, what annoys me is I remember, the, I remember this ending and thinking... At the time when it was you know, first on, I thought, oh, oh, the monsters are here, this is good. And then episode two starts, nothing. They, they don't do bugger all, they just stumble about. And we get the worst flame effect <laughs> from that, that light that they're carrying, the lantern. What were they thinking? All the effects they in this afford, are rubbish. Yeah, they couldn't afford to put a bulb in it. It's it's terrible. Yeah. I tell you what's worse than that because you know Ace gets saved by you know Nimrod and we it's just terrible. This 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 running around fighty thing. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like a school play. Yeah. It's the sparkly light gun, you know, yeah. which turns out not to be a gun. It's like <laughs> yeah. what the bloody hell is this? Yeah. So yeah, he's got some sort of radi radiation detector and he's pretending it's a gun, but then later on. Josiah Smith says, uh, "I'm not an idiot. I knew it wasn't a gun. Then why are you so carrying why are you being him? held held at yeah. gunpoint? Then if you know it's not a gun, um, I've written here because we're in episode two now. I mean, I don't remember episode one much, but episode two I never saw. I've written something is hibernating in the glowing membrane. Is this yeah. a spaceship? Then I've put it is a spaceship. How did it get there? But we've already discussed that yeah. bit. Yeah, we find out later on. But they they also say I think at this point they say that the these creatures downstairs they're the cast, cast off husks of Josiah Smith yes as he was evolving right that's not how evolution works that's not how evolution works and even if it if it is a husk that somehow you know like yeah. a, why is it sentient and wandering about yeah who's operating it then yeah you know is it Smith doing this and he, he presumably he evolved the humanoid form but just thought well I'll, I'll have an insect head shall I it's, it's utter nonsense. Um, the other thing that annoyed me about this scene is um, when when Josiah Smith drops his gun, Sophie Oldwood picks it up. She can't hold a gun, can she? No, no. She doesn't know how to hold a pistol. 
No. What's that about? What? Right. So I don't. In my know. notes, I've put. Did they rehearse any of this rubbish? It's it's tosh, isn't it? It's tosh yes. of the highest order. The cell opens. This 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 white form comes running out. Yeah. And and gets to them just as they get in the lift. It's got a female arm. It's got a female voice. But yeah. they go up in the lift. Um, we find out that Smith is evolving again. He doesn't evolve. He just he no. just becomes a younger version of what he already is. That's not yeah, evolving. He, he gets fed up and picks the latex off of his cheeks. Oh Jesus, that's uh, bad. But before yeah. that, we we've got Smith and the Reverend, yeah. who starts turning devolving, into, I yeah. suppose, into an ape. Yeah. So so the Reverend is one of these over the top. Uh, religious characters who rail against evolution um, completely uh, and then I don't know why it happens whether Smith's doing it or whatever but he, Smith gives him a banana and of course that causes <laughs> him to devolve into a slightly hairier reverend who Smith then presumably stuffs um, yeah because he does look to yeah. be in a cabinet at the end doesn't yeah. he what, what, what point is any of this to the story I don't know. What point does the Reverend play? Why is he there? Why did Josiah Smith uh, invite him there. Invite him over? Yeah. I'm more interested in this drawer that the yes. inspector oh, is God. in. How big is that drawer that you've got this man? <laughs> That's got to be like six foot deep, that yeah. set of drawers. So pres- presumably, when they, when whoever built this house over the spaceship went... Let's put some drawers in. We're going to have to bury it behind the walls, so yeah. eventually you might want to put a, 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 a policeman in there. So this this policeman visited 30 years ago or No, something? two years ago. Two years ago, is it? Yeah. Um, and Josiah Smith hypnotised him and put him in a drawer. Yep. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and at that point... Um, it, it's daybreak, isn't it? You know, because yes. um, they've all buggered off because of the light, and nothing happens for most of the day. You've you've got Gwendolyn running away from the light. She goes ah, light, and runs away. Don't you know what a clock is? She must know what the time yeah. is. Yeah, I, everyone acts as if this is their first night. Yeah, don't they? Their first. They've just woken up. Yeah, but that makes no sense whatsoever. All that happens in about twelve hours yeah. is. Ace sleeps through most of it. The inspector yeah. eats. Um, and you've got this female thing that's down in the cellar climbing up the lift shaft. Yeah. Why? What does the inspector bring to this? So the doctor the doctor says, um, I think we need some police help. So he unhypnotizes the police inspector, who then does nothing. We don't even see him having his, you know, multiple no. dinners and stuff like that. We just no. find out that's all he's done. Yeah. He d- none of these characters drive the plot. And this is the guy off Zed Cars who was in yes. King's Demons. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's he, a good I actor. Like him, yeah. What's he doing in this rubbish? He's got nothing to work with here. None of these people have... You know, like the, the housekeeper's played by Sylvia Sims. She's a great actress. Nothing to do. Nothing I was to, shocked yeah. to see Sylvia Sims at the beginning. It's yeah. like this can't be Sylvia Sims, you know. Ice Cold in Alex is is a fabulous yeah. film, and I love her in that. And it's From like that to this. Oh, good. Oh, Sylvia, Sylvia, yeah. you deserve better. Um, so we find all those adversaries. You know, they're all inanimate husks. Yeah. Um, Josiah is is renewed. Which means he's basically lost his latex that was yes. on him. Yeah, he got he got fed up. They got fed up with applying that. So yeah, he's uh, he's renewed and he now looks vaguely normalish. Yep, he captures Ace. They all go yeah. down. Out of the lift comes, and I've put what the bloody hell? John Hallam in a dress. Oh blimey! Oh, yeah, so this is light. So this is the person that that was carrying out the survey of all the stuff on the planet. I don't, and he, even he says, why am I in this form? And he's acting like, um, you know, in the Simpsons episode where Mr. Byrne gets radioactive and the X-Files go mm. and and Scully in it. And he talks in that, hello, I've come to help you. I've put, what is, that is this voice? voice? That yeah. voice doesn't go with his, that, he's got a fantastic face, but yeah. is he dubbed? That can't be his real voice. No, no, that's, I think that's him. Oh, um, no. There was a big, there was a big thing, you know, like in Doctor Who Monthly, before the episodes would air, they would say, this guest stars in it. And there was a big thing, because John Hallam, it was like, wow, we've managed to secure uh, an actor of the calibre of John Hallam 
and then they put him in a dress and tell him to act effeminate. And it, yeah, it just makes no sense. So he's he's annoyed because when he went to Kip, you know, three hundred million years ago, he's got up and everything's changed. Yeah, and he doesn't like things to change because he's catalogued it all. Um, but, but why? It's terrible. Also terrible is control. This female oh, thing God, reveals us. This OTT yeah. performance. I, she's over the top, even dressed in a blanket. You can't even see yeah. her face properly, and she's going way over the top, yeah. this yeah. woman. Everyone's overacting to a certain extent, but she, I think, is the worst. Yeah, she's doing this weird uh, Eliza Doolittle. Oh, blimey, I'm a fair lady. Whoa, hey, oh, I'm not. Uh, and doing pigeon English, and it is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's awful. Even worse than that is the, you know, the Doctor versus Light. This this little tussle that yeah. they have. It's it's shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's it, not good. Yeah. Um, also, what annoys me is at, at some point Light talks about that he catalogued different dinosaurs. It's bloody handy that he's been asleep since he catalogued these things, but he picked the same names that the Victorians chose to call the dinosaurs. That's amazing, that, isn't it? Yeah, what are the yeah. chances? I know, it's just amazing. Yeah. We've got a subplot here where Control wants to be ladylike. Yeah, so Control, Control wants to evolve like Josiah is, but for some bizarre reason... Evolution in this case isn't evolution. I don't know why they're calling it evolution. They're on about civilization. So they, she wants to become civilized like Josiah Smith is, and that involves her constantly whining about being ladylike. Mm. And it's just, and it, I remember being embarrassed by that when we watched it because my family would have been watching it as well. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Um, but that's not evolution. Evolution isn't when you learn some manners. No, that's not. Ev- oh. Dear. Yeah, um, yeah th- that whole okay. scene with her and Ace is just terrible. Oh, um, awful. And, and all of a sudden, everything stops for dinner. They're all yeah. going to sit down and have dinner together. I don't get... Yeah, I don't get this, because, like, the Doctor's saying, the, you know, the world's in peril, blah, 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 and then they do nothing for 12 hours, and then all, yeah, all get down to it. And the Doctor's saying to Ace... Don't eat anything. Don't touch anything. It's really dangerous. Well, then don't sit down and don't go in talk the dining room. People. It's shocking. Get, this. Yeah, we get one, one line that I remember thinking was okay. That's quite clever. Is where because light as um, he wants to see how these humans are operating, so he starts breaking them apart and he turns the uh, the um, Zedkar's detective into primordial soup. So hmm. like, that's. That's not quite how it happened anyway. But, and you get the funniest line where, uh, I can't remember who says it, but they go, the cream of Scotland Yard. And I thought, okay, that's good. That's one good gag. Yeah, but in amongst in all, all the rest this, of yeah. this tosh. We, yeah, we get, and here's, here's a tip for any aspiring writers. Um, don't reference much, 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 much better writers than yourself. You saying Douglas Adams? I am indeed. Yeah. Yes. Oh dear. Um, it's, I don't know whether that was an ad lib or whatever, but yeah, don't be doing that. Um, don't nick jokes from people that are better. It just makes you look worse, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it just makes you look terrible. Yeah. Um, um, we have this whole thing where Gwendolyn starts coming out of it because she's seen a photo of herself, yes. and so does Mummy. Um, Doesn't it, take a lot to break this hypnotism, does it? Really? No. No. Light turns Sylvia and Gwendolyn uh, to stone. Is that what he does? Yes. Yeah, he... Light, light's, light's decided that he doesn't like things changing. So he's, he's basically... He's going to freeze everything. So he turns them to stone uh, in a none-too-convincing effect. Um, no one seems particularly cut up about it. No. And everything after that, I don't understand what happens. That People no. are saying things, but I don't understand what's going on there's some th- sort of thing there's going to be an explosion so there's going to be a countdown to an explosion but but yeah. i really can't follow what's going on it no, makes I, no I, sense i can't tell you because i'm exactly the same this is this is like these you know um i know these words i know these words can go together <laughs> but i can't my brain can't take these words put them together and work out what 
what anyone means by them or what's going on. Perhaps we are just stupid. Perhaps it is too clever for us. Or perhaps Mark Platt can't write for shit. Well, let's talk about Mark Platt, because that's pretty much yes. it. Light, light, light yeah. is disposed of in this crap lightning effect, and yeah. uh, it's not even resolved properly, you know? No, it, light, it light, yeah, light, uh, the, doc, the Doctor does some sort of Captain Kirk uh, conundrum thing, and light decides to disappear in a puff of, of smoke, and he disappears, and he's absorbed into the ship, which then powers the ship, which means the ship can then travel... But Control has finally become a lady. Uh, Fen Cooper has broken his hypnotism and decides to travel with her. And because uh, they like, uh, but because Control has destroyed one of the husks, that's weakened Josiah Smith. That he now becomes Control. Is that and, what happened? Yeah, that's what I took out of it. Um, and it's. It, none of it makes much sense, and they all go off happily at the end. Uh, it, oh, the the big ace thing was that um, she firebombed the place. No, her her friend was firebombed by white racists. Mm. You know, you've got to put that in. Um, and then I think she burnt the, the chase down. Yeah, she. I don't know why it was still there. Yeah. Because it ends with her yeah. saying, I should have just blown it up. Yeah. But the evil's gone. We know the evil's yeah. gone. Um, yeah, it, it, the ending is, is utter tosh. Um, I, don't, I can't even blame... Because sometimes you watch later sort of 80s Who and you think they've run out of time at the end, haven't they? And they've had to make it together. Yes. But I don't think this is the case because they actually had... They filmed loads more than they put in this. Um so this is this is a choice. This this nonsensical end. I think um, no one cared at this point, did they? I think no. That's the the answer. And and I think the show should have been axed. Yes. I think at this point in its history, it was an embarrassment. It was rubbish. It needed ending. It needed some mercy ending. killing. Yes. Yeah. Put down. It needed yeah. putting down. All right, so, all right, Mark Platt, okay? Yes. What a surprise, was one of only two writers in the entire history of the series to have, to have a script accepted with no professional writing experience whatsoever and no writing background beyond fan fiction. <laughs> Doesn't it show? I presume the other one was um, the Full Circle guy. Andrew Smith is Andrew the other Smith, one. Andrew Smith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, 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 what was the next bit I've got? I'm, so, I'm not going to imply anything that... That JNT accepted scripts from two young men. Men. Uh, I can't prove anything, so no. I'm not going to say anything. But uh, yeah, I have my theories. Right, this is where you're going to get peeved. You okay. ready? Some fans and critics consider the story to be incredibly confusing, finding important plot elements were only alluded to or suggested via metaphor. This was an intentional act on the part of the writer who was later quoted as statement, stating a belief that all drama is more satisfying if not handed to the viewer on a plate. That's bollocks. Though. It's complete bollocks. Yeah. So, so you, 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 you are saying that I intentionally left out key plot parts because I'm not going to hand it to you yeah, on a plate. because you should be clever enough to work it out. That's, that's the, the recourse of the terrible writer. Because, you know, I, I agree that you get some dramas and you're watching them and you're going, what, what's going on? I don't quite know. And then at the end of it, you go, oh, of course. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, that makes sense. Or you watch something and you go, okay, I can see that this is a metaphor for, you know, Star Trek used to do it all the time. Okay, I can see this story is a metaphor for something happening in real life. Perfect, makes it. But you can't you can't have a story that makes no sense whatsoever that you can't explain mm. when you do the book version. Yep. And then claim, oh no, it's actually you're just too stupid to understand it. You see, that's just really yeah. annoying, isn't it? Has he um, has he gone on to anything else, Mister Platt? I hope not. Um. <laughs> Asking if people want fries with that, I imagine. <laughs> You said earlier, yeah, Ghostlight was the last story yes, of the original yeah. series ever produced. The very last sequence ever filmed before the, uh, the, the massive break was the scene between um, Sylvia and Gwendolyn, 
where they turned into stone. That was the last oh, bit of it? classic Who ever filmed. Is that because presumably the, some sort of special effect was used? It just looks like they uh, freeze the film and overlaid stuff on it to me. But mm. I don't know what you make of this. It says a sound effect was inadvertently omitted from the scene of Control entering the lift and the Doctor, Ace and Inspector McKenzie in the hallway in part two the sound of the lift mechanism engaging with a clunk and the lift descending should have been added in between the doctor suddenly raising his voice and saying it's very clever climbing up the lift shaft but i had the hope the control creature might bring something with it and for that it will need the lift oh now you say that it all makes sense <laughs> no, no it doesn't Get this Miss, right. I mean, that's terrible. Missing off a special effect. Fair dude. Yeah. Perhaps the uh, the guy that was putting the dubbing in fell asleep. <laughs> uh, I don't believe this for one second. Sylvester McCoy named this as his favourite story. Really? While Andrew Cartmel called it the jewel in the crown. That I can believe because Andrew Cartmel. I won't say he's he's not a good writer or not a good scriptwriter or anything like that, but his view of what Doctor Who he wanted Doctor Who to be is so far removed from what I would want Doctor Who to be that I don't know, perhaps he did like it. Can you imagine though if we'd got another season it'd all been like this? Well, you wouldn't have watched, yeah. I think you oh, would have given, given up. up. Yeah, I yeah, given up. yeah. It says uh, at the read through Sylvia Sims shared everyone's thought on the script when she asked Mark Platt what he had sprinkled on his cornflakes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Well done can, Sylvia. I, yeah, well done. I mean, at the end of the day, I can't blame any of the actors. You know, other than, is it Sharon Juice playing Control? I can never remember her name, the actress. Oh, I haven't got it, it here. Might not be. Um, she's the only one, I think, that's really camping it up. Um, everyone else at least seems to be doing something. You know, they're good thesps. Yeah. They're just not given anything to sort of to, to get to grips with. No. I, I, we haven't done this for ages, but there's some alternative casting choices oh, right. for Redbuzz. Um, yep. um, people being considered were Nicholas Ball. Nicholas Ball. Oh, he was the... Wasn't he the sheriff Hazel. of Nottingham? No, he was Hazel, oh, no. you know. Who was the sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Sherwood? Nicholas? Yeah, that was Clay? Nicholas something. Something, yeah, but not... Yeah. Nic no, Nicholas Ball oh, was ha um, yeah, Hazel. Hazel. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think he's a very good actor. No. He, he was terrible in um, Life Force as well. He was he one was, of the pilots was, on was, the shuttle. He was awful in the young ones. Yes, he was. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, Tom Chadbourne. Oh, no, yeah, he's, Tom he's Chadbourne. quite a good actor, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Simon Ward. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. And then for Josiah Smith, we've got Ian Bannon. Yeah, I like Ian Bannon. He was, uh, he was really good in the Doomwatch uh, mm -hmm. film. Uh, Frank Finley. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That's sort of the part he very often plays. Yeah, David Warner. He was in Light Force as well. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken Colley, you know, our Admiral Piet, he was... Uh, oh, right, okay. That would have been nice to see him, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would have watched it for that. Yeah. For Control, Emma Thompson was considered. Wow. Um, Which they probably could have got, because she was in a lot of BBC stuff at the time, wasn't yeah, she? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says... She John... I don't think she would have overacted as much, somehow. <laughs> no. Yeah, John Nathan Turner insisted that the cameo role of Inspector McKenzie was played by an actor known for playing TV detectives, so that's why, why? Frank Windsor. Do you think he was, was taking chosen. a piss at this point? He was just like, he, he's not doing anything else. He's, he doesn't want to do the job. He's sat up in his office and he's reading the script. And he goes, right, okay, let's let's have a laugh. And he calls down and he says, uh, yeah, I insist this is played by a TV detective. Why? I don't just do as I tell. And he's laughing into the phone. Yeah. Because why, why does it need... Th these people are actors. You know, they act. Yeah. They don't... Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, who, who would you cast? TV detective. Who would you cast as it? Shoestring? Uh, um, what about Lewis Collins from The Professionals? Yeah. That would have been something. That would have been something. It would have been totally wasted. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Um, it says John Nathan Turner became concerned at the lack of a traditional Doctor Who monster. In response, Mark Platt devised the husks in the basement, which represented Josiah's early evolutionary forms. Originally, he envisaged an army of the creatures before the numbers were from, trimmed from trimmed to three, and then just two. <laughs> at what point, when you're when you've been making Doctor Who for a bit, at what point do you stop 
raising stuff that requires money. Mm. Well, yeah, they trimmed it down to three, then two, <laughs> and, and the two were originally meant to have the face of Josiah. Which, that would have made more sense. Yeah. Somewhere in those faces you yeah. would have had to see at Josiah's. That would have been, yeah, that would have been better. Like a reptilian Josiah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this uh, last line of the story, Wicked yep. goes Sylvester McCoy. Oh, isn't that embarrassing? Yeah, that, that, that was his idea to change it, right? It is embarrassing, but it's even more embarrassing what he was supposed to have said. Oh, okay, God. He was supposed to have said, that's my girl. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not good, is it? No. Okay, he, he, he did better there. Didn't yeah. he, in, the, in that 50th, 60th anniversary one that was just on, doesn't he say wicked in that as well to Ace? Did he? I think so. I've forgotten it already. God. Yeah, yeah. Called ourselves fans. Yeah, yeah, of good Doctor Who. We yeah. are great fans of good Doctor Who, aren't we? Yeah, yeah no. That's a rubbish. All right, so that's someone's going to like this, aren't they? Someone's going to. Well, it, it often gets high voted, doesn't it? In polls it? and things. It's, yeah, I don't know why. I think it's possibly the old uh, Emperor's New Clothes syndrome. I don't understand it, but if I go against it, I, yeah, I, I might I, be an idiot. I must say, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Um, here we go then. We've got a. Um, rate these. Um, okay. I thought we would do light. Yes. Yeah. Um, Josiah Smith. Yep. And shall we do control or not? No. Let, should we do the husks instead? All right. Yes, the husks. That's a good yeah. one. Who do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's do light then. John Hallam in yeah. a dress with the top of the pops and a squeaky effects. voice. Squeaky voice. Um, what about his design? A design, photo. If you saw yeah. a photo yeah, of him, I, I mean, I don't. It's it's the uh, it's the sort of late eighties, so he's where he's where. I mean, I don't quite I don't like his over the top alien dress thing. But if you saw a photo, you'd go, oh, okay, I wonder what this is about. Um, does I, I've given a benefit that I'll give him a six for design. Six. All right. I mean, if I saw a photo of him, yeah, and only saw a photo of him, there's no way from that photo would I know yeah. that this is. You know, uh, a creature yeah. from prehistory in Victorian times, because that's a very eighties hairdo he's got. It's very eighties, yes. Yeah. So I, I've given him a four, so that's a five yeah. for design. Okay. And how effective is this squeaky um, dress wearing? I mean, thing? I don't think he's effective at all because he he doesn't really do anything, and he he stands there moaning about stuff in this high pitched squeaky way, um, and he's meant to be this ethereal being clumping about. Yeah. This studio set. Uh, I'm going to give him a two. I've given that's him generous. a two as yeah. well. I've given him a two. All right. So that's an adversary rating of three and a half. He's lucky light. to get it. He is. That's higher than I thought we would be going. Uh, Smith or Husks next? Uh, let's um, let's do the Husks next. The Husks. So we've got this yeah. this thing that may or may not have been Omega, and yeah. um, uh, a, a praying mantis. Nice praying mantis. Um, Design-wise, I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to know, because it sounds like these were added in last minute, and I'd love to know whether the uh, the, the evening dress was a last-minute budget thing. I imagine it was. Um, but like you say, if you saw a photo of these, you'd go, oh, interesting monsters, I wonder what their backstory is. Ooh. So I think the design is, um, I, I think they're okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a... I'm going to give him a seven for design. A seven. I gave him six and a half okay. for exactly the same reason you said. Yep. So that's 6.75. Right. And how effective are these things? Um, like we say this so many times, static, these monsters look great. As soon as they start moving, like you're, they're just extras flailing about and then they don't do anything. Um, they're better than light as effective because at least they're, you know, you get a jump scare out of them. I'm going to give him a three. A three? Yeah. Okay, I gave him a zero. Um, oh, because oh, it's it's horrible Amdram monster walking yeah. around, and then they got that prowling type, you know, crouching, yeah. da, 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 and it's all rubbish. You know when you, you say to a five-year-old, let's play dinosaur... Oh, I mean, I don't know whether you do. I, it's not the sort of thing I do. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> but say you said to a five-year-old, let's play dinosaurs, and they did that ah, with their arms... 
that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and it's rubbish. Yeah, it's terrible. All right, so that's a one and a half they get for effectiveness, which gives them an ultimate. This is really weird. It gives them an ultimate adversary rating of 4.1, so they're higher than light. Higher than, yeah, I, you know what? I, that's fair enough. Okay. I think oh. we got an Eagle Moss figure at the Husk, but I don't think we got an Eagle Moss light. No, <laughs> so, no. And it's never coming now, is it, with the Eagle no. Moss folded? Oh, yeah, they've, yeah, they've gone and gone yeah. into liquidation. Yeah. And then we got Smith. Stop then. producing crap. That's <laughs> what the answer is. And then we got Smith. Oh, okay, Smith, Smith himself. I, I have a real soft spot for Smith. Um, I, I do like his look, this Victorian. I don't, I'm not sure. That is, when he first appears and he's covered in what looks like cobwebs, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, why on is there. he dusty? I don't, I, I don't know whether they're implying that he's, he's starting to husk again. Yeah. Um, that, that that's, like, yeah, that, that, that's I, terrible. Having this dusty cobweb, that, that's what Spike yeah. Milligan used to do on yes, like, Q8 right, yeah. to, be, to, to be an old oh, person. Can you imagine if Spike Milligan had played him? Yeah, then again, you <laughs> might have <laughs> some reason <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. I'd have watched it. Um, I like his second look when he's just this evil bit. He had been a great master, I think. Mm. I like Ian Hogg. I like his. So, so design wise, I think the design's fine. Um, I, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him a seven as well. Well, I gave him a six. Yeah. All right. So that's six and a half. And how effective was he? Um, against all odds, I I I think it's the high point of this story. It's the only reason that anyone would watch this story is for his performance and his. I quite like his character. His plan is mental. I'd have loved to have seen this character in a better story. Mm. Or come back in a better story. Or come back, yeah. Like, I could see him as the master. He'd be great. I mean, he, had, he does have some nice um, sort of one-on-ones with the Doctor. It's just, unfortunately, they don't make any sense. Um, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him an extra one. I'm going to give him an eight for effectiveness. An eight. I gave him a six because he is yeah. good, but he's spouting oh, stuff I don't understand. Lines, yeah. I don't understand yeah. what it is. So, yeah, so, all right, that's, that's a seven, then, for his yep. effectiveness. That's yeah, fair uh, which gives you a final adversary rating <coughs> of 6.75. 6.75. I think we should do control, just to round it up. All right, let's have control. So she starts off under a duvet, yep. with just her face sticking out. Then she turns into Eliza Doolittle, yep. um, with an awful cockney... Cockney, oh, Cockney Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Lorraine Chase type thing going on. Um, all right, what do you think of... It's hard for design. It is she's, design, because she's just got a duvet on her. She head. comes out from um, under a duvet and then yeah. glams up. Uh, I, don't, I mean, design-wise, she's literally, at best, just wearing a Victorian dress. Uh, I'm going to give her a two for design. I gave her a two as well. And how effective is this walking um, duvet? It's... It's a terror by any measurable standard. It's a terrible performance. Um, I don't know what the notes given to the actress were. The voice is awful. The the I'm a petulant baby child acting is terrible. Uh, I'm going with zero. She reminds me in Blackadder when he goes off to haunted <laughs> yes, uh, Hampstead right, Heath, yeah. where you, you know the old mad crone. Yeah, you, you know. She right, and that's fine in Blackadder, you know. But this is meant to be serious drama. Yes. Um, I'm joining you in that zero. Yeah. All right. So that's a one. She, she gets. She should think herself lucky. Yeah. That what we that we gave her a one. I don't even want to get down that. Route. <laughs> All right. Let's hurriedly move on and look at these caravans. I think I, I I would be if that was the choice. I'd probably be making a pass at the mad old crone <laughs> in Blackadder. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know which I'd prefer. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Uh, going from top to the bottom then um, yes. Smith 6.75 he is sharing a very busy caravan cool. we've got a lot at 6.75 we've got Seal okay um, we've got Lytton from Attack of the yeah, Cybermen he would hire Lytton wouldn't he yeah we've got the Smilers yeah Cat, the Catkin um, Johnny Ringo um, Giant Maggots right <laughs> yeah, the Cybermats from Revenge of the Cybermen. And this is a busy caravan. Yeah, Whitaker, you know, oh, right. the, the bloke who played Nida. Vaguely humanoid evil people. We've lumped a load of them together. We have. Very interesting. 
They're all in there apart from, yeah. Uh, yeah, the giant maggots and maybe the cat people. Yeah, and silk. All right, so that's 6.75. The next one, as we walk down, a saunter down the lane of the of the um, caravan towards, park. Towards the rough end. Down to yeah. the cesspit, yeah, is 4.1, where we will find the husks. Yeah. And they are in a caravan by themselves. Oh, right, oh, right. All right. The nearest to them is number four. Yeah. So they're just slightly up from uh, number four. Number four, you've got Kaftan. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Fisher King. Ike Clanton and Lady Painfort. Wow. Yep. Mm, right. Good company. Yep. And then we got Light in his dress, okay. in his squeaky yep. voice. He's at number three and a half. And He's again. going to annoy anyone that's in the caravan with him. Well, there's a lot in there to be annoyed, Ooh. right? Terry Leptal is in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Animus is in there. Oh, similar voices as well. Yeah. Was the animus high and squeaky? I think, I think he it was. was yeah. yeah. Moon spiders. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, Sontaran shallow. Oh, that's the chocolate man. That's right? the chocolate one. Yeah. Uh, the floris, the Nazi. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah. A patasaurus. Oh, right. You know, from invasion of the dinosaur. You'll, you'll go. Didn't I catalogue you once? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Thayer as a fendal. You know, with a right. fake eye, eye, eye lids. Yeah. You know what? I think that's a, a fair thing. I think he does. He is, he is as useless as as Thea was as the Fendal. She could have done with his glowing stuff though, couldn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. They can talk about dresses together. They can, yeah. Yeah. My my gold lame dress is better than yours. Or... Yeah. And then control, right? Control yeah. is almost at the end of the uh, of the park. And She's not quite down to Deadman levels, I don't think, is she? Not she that, not quite there. No. She is sharing a caravan with the Jagrafess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Cleaners. Yeah. Another Sylvester McCoy yeah, story. That. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of Sylvester stuff at this end. Yeah. Plasmatrons. Right. And Max Capricorn. <laughs> what a quality caravan oh, that God, is. Oh dear. Yeah. That's, yeah. You're not visiting that in much. Are you? I ain't I going down so. there. No, 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 no. So the big question of the night is, Ian, is this in your yeah. bottom three? Uh, what are my bottom three at the moment? Number it's been a while. three. I imagine they're all Sylvester McCoy stories. We'll go. They are actually. Oh, they most definitely are. Going from three on up. Number three is Paradise Towers. Right. Number two is Silver Nemesis. Okay. And number one is the greatest show in the galaxy. I think... I, I, although I didn't like those stories, they didn't anger me, and this one angered me. I'm going to put it straight in at the worst. At number one? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, because the other ones were rubbish, but I didn't come away thinking, what wasted potential. And mm. this one just angered me. It's like there's every, every element could have worked in this. And they threw it away. So yeah. All right. So you. I don't think now... I'm ever going to watch this again. No, I know I won't. In yeah. fact, I'm considering. I've, I know I only bought it last week, but I am considering yeah. taking it to the Take charity it back shop. Take back to CX. Yeah. <laughs> um, Say, oi! I want my money back, and I go, "What is it faulty?" You go, "No, it's rubbish." This really is a case where it would be really yeah. good if the BBC iPlayer had Classic Who, and I can watch it for nothing. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, it really would. Luck, luckily, I was a horrible completist, so I bought every story when they came out. Right, um, right. But, I mean, I was such a completist, I bought the Blu-ray box set of this season. Mm. And I don't think there's any stories I like in it. I thought you was going to say, but I think I'm the only person that did. I might have been, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to see the sales figures on them, actually. Yes, yeah. And, and how many end up in CEX? Yeah. Well, season 12 sold out, didn't it? And they had to reissue it. But I don't think season 26 sold uh, out. No, I don't think we're going there. All right, so uh, that means then that your worst one ever is Ghostlight, followed by yep. Great Show in the Galaxy, followed by Silver Nemesis. What a lovely uh, All <laughs> Sylvester's. Yeah. All right. And I've, I, I've put it in the number two slot. So right. I wow. go Greatest Show in the Galaxy, Ghostlight, Paradise Towers. All Sylvester's again. All Sylvester's. And I do wonder, I think there might be some new who on my list that's going to appear because yeah. of certain performances that just irritate the heck out of me. <laughs> um, 
and or liberties that are taken with the show and with the characters um but yeah for the time being i think for for a while it's going to be mr mccoy you know yeah which is a uh, shame because looming he's over such, both yeah, lists such a nice fella you know what i mean but i i don't know what it is about this era it just does not gel he should be me. the doctor now this yeah, is the oh, time he should better, be the yeah. doctor not back then yeah yeah all right, so we're nearly done, thankfully. Um, I, I would just like to say I've had a couple of comments on. Um, are you the, what? What's up? Yeah, no, no. I think oh, you've had some comments. We haven't had feedback in ages. <laughs> well, no, that, that no, the, the the comments aren't feedback. The comments oh. are on the fact that people can't leave comments on oh. the Neozaz page. I've I, I've I've had I, I've had a few people saying I'd like to comment on your yeah. show on on the Neozaz, you know homepage but i can't i i asked matt you know yeah. our, our guru and 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 head of neozaz uh, what's up and it seems that his neozaz you know page is being targeted by spammers quite oh, badly okay. and and one way of of filtering them out and blocking them is also blocking the ability to actually comment on the neozaz page because yeah, he's getting i don't enough, know what sort of spam yeah. but yeah yeah, he's getting spammers commenting on just randomly. I've never seen it. I've never seen it on any of our shows. No. Uh, we're, we're too clean and pure for such smut, I think. Well, I think it's um, cause my, my, usually scammers will will go to where they think there's some money, and I think they probably listen to us and go, they ain't got their money. <laughs> yeah. no point or there'll be a key them. word yeah. or yeah. something, won't there? And, and, and I'll focus on that. I have yeah. had that on, on my Instagram page because I'll put oh, up the really? word model... Oh, you'll yeah. suddenly, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. I can well, actually, imagine the sort of comments, yeah. Yeah, we we had this <laughs> last last Friday. We had a school disco, okay, yeah. and it coincided with the England football game. So oh, right. uh, the deputy head thought it'd be a good idea um, to um, show the football. You know, we've got like a courtyard area, a covered yeah. courtyard area, but have a projector and screen in one of the classrooms. So the kids don't go in the classroom, but they can sit outside and watch the match. Right. right. And um, he set it all up in advance and it was playing BBC and it was all working. Five minutes before kickoff, we go in there and he goes to switch over to, uh, to ITV and the school's firewall kicked in. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, and, and, and he couldn't switch over to ITV. Yeah. And it turns out, because the ITV hub has been renamed ITVX, the uh, firewall yeah, saw the word X. And, and yeah, yeah, that means X certificate. I'm not right. showing this. So. <laughs> Amazing. So, it, so, your, so fire, your school so, firewall is prudish. It's rule no X. Rule it, it's very prudish. Yeah, the, the deputy head had to uh, show, the, uh, show the football match via his phone. He had to connect wow. his mobile phone up to it you know I thought you meant like that's the only running, way you could do it around all the kids showing his phone look i've looked for two minutes oh, <laughs> next one no no he hooked it up to the projector yeah, yeah. so uh, so yeah um sorry folks if, if if you wanted to comment on the neozaz page i would urge you to come across to the facebook page and and leave comments there or itunes itunes yes, it's always yeah. nice to get uh, reviews and ratings on itunes it helps bump us up in the uh, in in the to be noticed uh, podcast for anybody who might be searching for a new piece of Doctor Who podcasting yeah. entertainment. And if you, although this I, is Ghostlight, <laughs> they might yeah. they might be seriously disappointed if the first you know, one is I, us talking I, about that. Yeah, I don't think anyone's got to this point listening. I think everyone's switched off by now. Um, the other thing, of, of course, as well is we've both got um, YouTube channels. Uh, yes. So mine is under Imar Models or Ian March, and, and yours is under. Uh, Mr. E models. Yeah, that's Mr. E, not mystery. Mr. E. Mr. And you can always, yeah, you can always drop a message there, and we can bung it on the Facebook page if you haven't got Facebook. Yeah, easiest bet is Facebook. We're up to any of those options. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, if you track if you track down Eric's local Tesco and hang around on Saturday night, you might you might spot him in the cornflake aisle. We don't know. You may do. You may yeah. do. Yes. All right. With that, we're done. Thank God. That's out the way. Oh, that, um, was a, that was a chore, um, wasn't it? That was. Uh, you it know, it was hard you, work. You said to me before, and you go, well, "At least it's only three episodes if it's bad." But it felt longer, didn't it? It was tortuous, wasn't yeah. it? It was torturous. 
But it's done. It's out the yes. way. We can tick that box. We can move on. And we're moving on to New Who now. And, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, because Tenant, isn't it? I think. We've... It, we're off to Tenant, and it's my choice on Tenant, and uh, I'll give you a clue for our next one. Go right? Yeah. It's it's a singular adversary, and uh, this adversary has a biblical name. <coughs> biblical name. A um. biblical name. Ooh. I want to say Adam. If you're not getting it, I can give you another... Yeah, go on, give me another clue. I'm not... No. It's been a long time since I've seen most of the tenants, but... Go on, give us another clue. Well, the reason I've chosen this, this yeah. adversary is uh, we haven't done a Martha Jones story for a long time, so I've deliberately no, chosen a Martha Jones story. So it's a Martha Jones story and it's... with a characters that's got a biblical name. And are they humanoid? Or are they monsters? To begin with. Oh, oh. To begin okay. with. Um, my mind's gone blank, you know. I think you're going to have to tell me. It's played by a writer. Oh, okay. Is it the Lazarus experiment? You are correct, sir. Hey, yes. That's yes. Um, uh, old, uh, old Mr. Gattis, isn't it? Oh, Mark. Gattis, yeah. Mark Gattis. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I remember that even at the time. I remember the CGI being terrible, like um, Scorpion King terrible. Oh, oh well. I mean, <laughs> yes, that let's, let's. I thought that was much earlier in his run. I thought that was. No, a, was no, no, no. No, 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 no. It's Martha Jones, all right? So, okay. uh, yes, yes. So, yeah, I mean. Anything we talk about after Ghostlight is going it's to be better, be better, but how much better do we rate it, you know? And where yeah. will Lazarus go in the caravan park compared to yeah. what we've been talking about tonight? Well, even um, even if the CGI is terrible, Mark Gatiss is usually very watchable, isn't he? So we might, uh, we yes, might at least yes. enjoy his human form. I don't remember and much Did he write it? I think he did. Did he uh, write probably. it as well? I don't. I, I we'll find all this out. That. Yeah, we'll. Uh, I know someone that will do some behind-the-scenes stuff, so we'll be all right next time. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have a word with him. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that will be in yeah, two okay. weeks, folks. Okay, oh, it's yes. in two weeks' time. All right? Very good. Okay, cheers, Ian. Thank you nice for uh, um, 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 staying with me through this and helping me get through it as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh. All right. See you then, Ian. Thanks, Sam. Bye. Right. Sorry, I thought you'd gone again then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Still here. <laughs> See you, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>